You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Yes, in this reboot version of the Dad Whisperer, you're noticing that I'm using my new last name, Michelle Watson Canfield. You guys, I'm still getting used to this. I only got married a year ago, Father's Day of 2020. And so I'm still acclimating to that. And you may recognize that last name. I married Dr. Ken Canfield, who founded the National Center for Fathering. And we together are passionate about reaching fathers, helping them be the hero they want to be and that their daughter needs them to be. Really, sons too. I can guarantee you the things we talk about here apply to both genders. But because my lane for the last 12 years has been helping dads decode their daughters, that's where I'm going to be talking. But you know, men, that every one of the women you know is a daughter. So these things apply to the women you're married to or were married to or work with, maybe a sister or an aunt. I'm telling you. These things will apply all the way around. So I am doing a whole different reboot now where I'm working with a team and they are helping me kind of reformat things. And so I'm going to be starting every show with just some things off the top of my head that I've noticed that are going on. Ken and I have talked about just so that you can get to know me. And I want to hear from you. Write me at the dad whisperer at gmail.com. I want to hear your questions, your thoughts, your stories, because men write me. They go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, write me a lot on Squarespace. And I get these emails from you guys. And I love them because this isn't just about me talking to you. It's about me wanting to talk with you, not at you, but with you. So when you write back to me, it lets me know Maybe areas you want me to cover that I haven't or questions you have or stories you have, because this is all about us doing this together so that you are the dad you want to be and need to be to your daughters. Are you in? Okay. So let me just start with a couple stories that are just off the top of my head. So I am doing more radio and podcast interviews to promote my newest book, which you probably know the title, Let's Talk conversation starters for dads and daughters, you know, where I have 60 scripts to help equip you as a dad to lead conversations on all kinds of things. And really the format of the book is lead her to laugh, lead her to love, lead her to look, lead her to lament and lead her to listen. So last episode, we covered the first of those lead her to laugh. We're going to continue those on after today, but I'm going to be interspersing and ask Dr. Michelle Q and a, in between some of the topics where I'm speaking myself or interviewing different people so that I'm addressing questions you actually have. And really, that's going to enhance our conversation. So here's the deal. What was really fun is I was doing an interview with a Moody radio host. His show is called Equip with Chris Brooks and another one with a podcast called Men in the Arena. So this week, a pastor from Fort Lauderdale named Wiley Hughes, he reached out to me and he gave me permission to share this. And he said something that blew me away. And I don't say this to exalt myself. I'm just telling you what he said. But he said, I believe God is doing a new thing with men in this country. And he has appointed you as a prophet. 
Oh my goodness. Hope to hear from you. Thank you. And God bless. So we just did a zoom call this week. And as I was hearing him, great, great dreads, like super fun, dad, two kids, age four and age one, his daughter's four. But I said, wait, 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 what do I see behind you on the wall? And it was kind of this really cool picture with red painted handprints, a right and left handprint in red paint. And of course they were his daughters. So his whole face lit up and I'm like, I've got to get some pictures of you. He's pointing to that picture. There was another one of a rocket ship. I thought, isn't that awesome? A daughter doing a picture of a rocket ship. I think sometimes we get stuck in gender things and think a boy would draw that. But this dad's face was beaming when he showed pictures that his daughter drew. And I kind of thought, man, I wonder what it would look like if dads put things on the wall. You know, they weren't positioned in any specific way. But if dads put pictures that their daughters drew or notes they write on their wall forever at whatever age, not just when they're four, but when they're 14 and 24 and 34, to just say, this is my girl. This is what she made. And I kind of got to thinking that when you put something up that your daughter has created, it lets her know that what she creates is a masterpiece because she is a masterpiece, right? It's not just exalting what she does, but because it comes from who she is. I just thought, I don't know, that just was a fun story for me this week that I wanted to share. Here's a second one. So I just had a birthday last month, 61 years old. Oh yeah, I'm a woman who is not afraid to say her age. Whatever, it's just a number, right? So I go up to this place with my family and Ken called Skamania Lodge. It's this beautiful lodge. You can just go for the day. I've stayed overnight there many times that overlooks the beautiful Columbia River in the Columbia Gorge. So we're eating lunch. This darling, you know, server named Naomi comes up and very personable. She starts sharing her story. And because we said, wow, you know, you have a biblical name. Where did you get it? You know, did your mama come up with that or your dad? And she said, well, I, I don't really have a relationship with my dad. I don't see him. And the thing that really struck me, you guys, is that it didn't take long before her face lit up and she actually started talking about her granddad. Isn't that cool? And she said, he's 98 years old and I moved from Texas to Washington state just to be near my granddad. And he still works on his farm at that age. And we said, we can tell that you are a lot like your granddad because you, you, you're working hard. Look at you. And we heard more of her story. And you know, I just got to thinking dads that if you ever, Maybe either you don't have, have daughters, you just have sons, or you ever think that you aren't making an impact in maybe a daughter that comes into your home. I want to tell you here, you do make an impact and a difference. And you may be a granddad that truly lives up to that name. You are a granddad. If she doesn't have her dad in her life, you make a difference as a granddad. And I want to cheer on those of you granddads who are listening today. One more story here in the intro. Can you handle it? Okay. I have a friend, he's a pastor, his name is Paul Glazner, and he wrote me this email where it so touched my heart. And he said, I grew up as the oldest son in a house of mostly boys, and I've been privileged to have three daughters of our own, and they have softened me much and taught me much. Okay, how many of you men would say amen to that? Because you need a different skill set, don't you, to, to father daughters? And he said, Jan and I have continued with an open home and heart, and we have another, quote, adopted daughter living with us this year. And he said, it is a crying need because there are so many young women estranged from their fathers or who have had abusive or absentee fathers. And he said, I have become the dispenser of safe hugs. Is that an awesome phrase? The dispenser of safe hugs and daughter connection for many of these ladies. 
He went on to write, we just had another gentleman come to us to ask our permission to marry one of our many quote unquote daughters. He said to honor her by honoring us is a great start to a marriage. A young man pays more attention when he knows he is being evaluated by an older father figure. It isn't just a shotgun mentality. It's a genuine quote, let me help you understand and care for my daughter kind of thing, end quote. So dad, if you are stepping in as a role model for other daughters whose dads aren't in the picture, or you're a granddad stepping in, or you're a dad who is dearly adoring your daughter right now. I celebrate all of you. I champion you and cheer you on. So there are my stories to start out this conversation today. When you come back, we're going to take a little break. We're going to start the Ask Dr. Michelle Q&A with my producer friend, Mike, who's going to represent in his own voice, the voice of dads asking me this question. So stick around, be back in a few. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter? but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you wanna be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, Head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. Okay, like I just told you before the break, today I'm asking my producer, Mike, who is a girl dad, by the way, to two daughters, to read me these questions so you get a feel of a dad asking them in his own voice. And we're just going to keep the conversation going. He's going to punt to me, give me some questions, and we'll see where they go. So go ahead, Mike, ask the first question. (laughs) Absolutely. Michelle, thanks so much for having me on. This is fun. Okay, so we have the first question here. And uh, this is from Austin, and he writes, I desperately want to be a good father. I have a five-year-old daughter, and I need help getting on her level. What should I do? Mm. You know, what's interesting, and I'm just going to say this right out of the gate, is my wheelhouse is actually more targeted to daughters in their teens, 20s on up. But more and more, I have dads saying, how do I get an early start? In fact, to be honest with you, Mike, I have looked up on Amazon, the top like 10, 15 fathering books, 90% of them are on expectant fathers, first time fathers, like men are wanting resources for younger daughters more and more. That's what that's telling me, right? So this is a great place to start. I love that you're throwing that one to me. Well, we all know that the best offense is a good defense, right? Yes. So Setting a foundation, dad, for a healthy relationship with your daughter when she's young is the best way to ensure that you will have a strong, close, healthy relationship when she hits the teen years, especially, right? So here's what this means, man. You need FaceTime together, face-to-face. There's research that shows that men often prefer a shoulder-to-shoulder orientation 
More often than not, I know I'm generalizing, but more often than not, men, face-to-face is where we bond. In fact, even little girls will say, they'll take, they may take your cheeks in her little hands and go, I want you to listen with your eyes, daddy. Like, I need to know your eyes are listening to me. I want you to see me when I talk. So, Dad, I would encourage you to, with your daughter, squat down a lot of times to her level, look at her in the face, in the eyes, and say, how are you feeling? Sometimes dads say, how are you doing? Feeling is a great question. How are you feeling today, sweetheart? Think of little cute names like that to ask her may have a nickname for her. That's an endearing way to bond with little girls. And oftentimes those hold them when she's older. Those little nicknames are a way to bond when she's young and carry it through. I think back to the thing of things that I used to do with my dad, Mike, when I was little. Mm-hmm. We, we lived in California. My parents met at the Presidio in San Francisco. My dad used to take me fishing with him on the pier. And we would go out there. And I loved that he would do things with me. I never thought, ooh, these are boy things. But dad, bring your daughters with you more than on bring your daughter to work day. Mm-hmm. Bring her with you without thinking about gender differences. Teach her how to work on the car. Even if she's five, let her hold the wrench and hand it to you. Bring her into things you're doing. I, I even think about when I was about 12, Mike, mm-hmm. we moved to Oregon by that point. And my dad loves to hunt still to this day. He's 83. And he loves the outdoors. I was done in half an hour. He brought me with him into the woods to scope out, you know, what the herd was going to be like. And I'm like, you don't shoot those, do you? You don't (laughs) shoot Bambi. And I mean, I hated this. So what we know is that dads, you're going to have trial and error. Some of the things are going to work. Some of them aren't. But the thing I would encourage you to remember, remember, dad, even with little girls, is get her talking. Get her talking. You're listening to whatever matters to her. And that's going to help strengthen your skill set for longer and longer amounts of time that you listen for when she's older. It might be, you know, it might be three minutes when she's three years old. That's all she talks. Five minutes when she's five years old, 20 minutes when she's 20 years old. But you're going to expand your capacity for listening the older she gets. So that might be some practical ways, Dad, that you can help your younger daughters bond with you. That's great. That's a wonderful question and a great answer. Okay, we have another question. And this is, um, do you have any advice for the dad who has a spirited little girl who (laughs) isn't sweet and compliant and easy to parent? (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. You're right. Sometimes we think of little girls as they're all sugar and spice, you know, (laughs) everything nice. But, But sometimes I've had dads go, oh my goodness, this one is a handful. Mm-hmm. And I'm always having to shape or steer or redirect. So, okay, truth be told, dads, a lot of times that's going to activate your sense of helplessness. You don't have control over her. Well, you might as well get used to it early because the truth is you don't. Mm-hmm. Right, Mike? You're a dad to two daughters. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? So here's what I would say, dad, just to keep this in mind, if you have a real strong-willed daughter, is no because we know that if you have a different paradigm shift or a mental model for what's going on, you're going to respond different. So here's what I want to put in your grid is if you want your daughter to use her voice out in the world, you need to let her use it at home. She needs to practice using it at home. Let me say it another way. If, if you want her to say no out in the world, when stuff's coming at her, you need her to practice and have permission and freedom to practice saying no where at home. Hmm. So when you have a daughter that no, no, 
pushes back. If you can think differently, like, wow, I am training my daughter to stand up, stand alone, stand out, stand above, out in the world, that may help you be less frustrated just as a starting point. Okay. So I just wanted to put that there as a reframe that that isn't something you want to shame her out of, control her out of, because if God has wired her with a strong will, I know it's going to wear you out, but, but that might help as a starting point. Here's the other thing I would say, dad, if you've got a really strong willed daughter that pushes back, model the behavior you want her to emulate. Hmm. Model the behavior you want her to follow. So if she is just one that gets angry a lot and hurts her sibling and grabs the toys and bonks on the head and you you try to overpower that by going, stop that, stop that in your yelling commands. Do you see, though, how you responded in anger to an angry response? What that does is model to her that the way you deal with hard things is you get angry. Mm-hmm. So model to her the behavior you want her to have. The other thing I would say that comes to mind, Mike, is sometimes if a daughter of any age really is spirited more, maybe this is even your teen daughter, more rebellious, pushing back. Remember that stage of development in toddlerhood is repeated in adolescence. And what we call that is she has a need to separate and individuate. Mm -hmm. She's going to push back on you saying, I'm developing my own individuality. So that's a normal part of development, men. But here's what I want you to know is that sometimes your daughter or your son is picking up on maybe marital conflict, unrest in the home that's coming from your job or your stress, and it comes out through her responses. So if you have a child that is extra angry in a season, extra rebellious, extra reactive, it doesn't always mean this, but you might want to ask yourself, you know, is there something else going on that is actually not about her, but she's the conduit for it? Um, practically speaking, I love practical things. Like, you know, that's what the dad whisper podcast is all about practical ways that you as a dad can reach the heart of your daughter. I told you earlier about my friend, Paul Glazner, who's, you know, stepped in as like a surrogate dad. He also shared this story with me that one of his campus pastors shared with him. And it's that he has this practice when he tucks his five-year-old daughter into bed every night. Here's what he asks her. Has daddy been sharp with you today? Has to, and that's not a word I've heard a lot, sharp, yeah, might yeah. be angry, but he's tapered it and really put it in words that his daughter will understand. Has daddy been sharp with you today? And he said, this allows him to hear the hurts right in that day when they're fresh and repair them one day at a time. Is that an incredible way to say, if you've got a daughter who's angry, maybe you could say, have I done anything to hurt you? Because mm-hmm. mad and sad are oftentimes two sides of the same coin. So when I'm here listening to clients, see, I, I'm bringing you along with me, men, like like <laughs> teaching you how to be a clinician, right? A mental health clinician is if I have someone that presents with a lot of anger, I oftentimes ask, ask myself, I want to hear what's hurting them, what they're sad about that's coming out through the mad funnel. If I have somebody who's crying, 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 they're just sad, they're really dramatically overreactive. I'm oftentimes wondering if they've repressed anger that they don't let it come out. So that might be helpful, dad. Just ask your daughter, have I been sharp with you today and make amends? Isn't that awesome? Practical came from a dad who's learning this on the job. You can learn from other men. I want to share stories like that. So you can put the same things into practice that other dads are doing. Very nice. Very, very practical. 
Okay, Dr. Michelle, here's one. You know, we've had a lot of dads write in asking, you know, how to develop relationships with their estranged daughters when they have made efforts to call and text, but their daughters mm-hmm. will not respond. Uh, speak to the dad in this situation and help him understand if he still can and should pursue his daughter and how to go about it. Mm, that's a that's a great point. Yep. Okay, so what did one dad write? I want to hear if you have one for me. I do, I do. Uh, Greg writes, Hi, Dr. Michelle. I just listened to you on Family Life today. I am 58 years old, and I have two daughters that are 38 and 36 this year. I was not the dad I should have been while they were growing up. Now, they barely talk to me, and that is only if I make contact first. When I do talk with them, I don't know what to say. I know that has always been my problem. I just don't know what to say. I think I need Mm -hmm. to apologize for not being a good dad. But again, I don't know what to say. Oh, my goodness, Mike. Doesn't that segue into where you've heard my heart be at in writing Let's Talk? Yes, absolutely. Conversation starters for dads and daughters. Because Greg is like so many dads that say, literally, I do not know what to say. And men are smart enough to say to themselves, a lot of what I am saying is making it worse. So I'm just going to stop talking. Right. I've observed that men would rather do nothing than do it wrong. But I say men doing nothing is doing it wrong. And I know you want to do it right, as you could hear in what Greg is asking or he wouldn't have written me. Okay, what I'll do this time, Mike, how's this sound? I want you to imagine, men, that you're Greg right now and I'm writing to you. Okay, so I'm just going to say, hi, Greg. Okay, thank you for touching base and being transparent about how things are going with your daughters. Because really, without the backstory, I'm going to be honest and say that my my input might not be totally spot on with where you're at. But I'll give you a few thoughts of, of what I have come to mind. Okay, so the first thing I would wonder is, what does your wife have to say? Or, as we see here, ex-wife... Because oftentimes daughters are venting to mom about what's driving them batty or hurting them or making daughters not feel safe. So first thing I would say, Greg, is have your daughters told your wife or your ex-wife here in this situation anything that might benefit you to know? Could you Do you have enough of a relationship with her that you could ask her for input, even if they haven't said anything You know, if there's a good enough relationship there, perhaps you could ask her as a woman, anything, do you have anything that you could tell me that would help me better build a bridge to my daughter's heart because they're not talking to me? That might be one. Number two, I'm wondering, Greg, have you asked your daughter specifically? Maybe if they're not safe with you, you could text it. Just ask them this question straight up. Is there anything I'm doing that shuts you down? Hmm. Is there anything I'm doing or saying that pushes you away? Because sometimes we we do what's called triangulation in my field. We go to someone else about someone else. Now, if your daughters aren't talking and don't feel safe, talking to your wife or ex-wife could be helpful. But if that isn't an option, I would say go directly to them. If they don't feel safe to be around you, text them. You could make a video. Send them so they hear your tone of voice and see your body language. Take a video on your phone. Send it to them saying, you know what? I'm really missing you. I notice we don't talk much. I'm guessing it's on me. Can you just be honest with me? Am I doing something that pushes you away or saying something that hurts your heart? There's some different ways you could say it. So do you think that would be helpful? Does that seem straight up enough, Mike? 
to get yes. the conversation started? I, I absolutely believe and think that it does. Uh, the key is there is to get, and I think what you just said, uh, Dr. Michelle, is to get that conversation started. And a lot of dads really don't know what to do. And so they need right. this practical help and suggestion uh, that you just asked there, because that, you know, that can be a tough thing. And the other thing is they might be thinking, Dr. Michelle, that, you know, well, if I say something, I'm just going to fail in this situation and, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So. Right. So this way, even if you guys get my book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, this isn't just me trying to market the book. I truly have a passion to see your relationships with your daughters healed, strengthened, enhanced. And so sometimes men need a roadmap. Yeah. They need a template to go, I, I'm saying everything wrong. <laughs> what do I say? And here's what I say, men. You're not alone if that's what you're asking. Oh, yeah. And especially if there's estrangement. Yeah. I would easily say, Mike, that 75% of the emails I get from dads are about yeah. estrangement with daughters. Yeah. Easy. So if you are a dad saying, okay, I've got a bombed out bridge with my daughter. I don't know what to say. In my book, I have one of the questionnaires is called questions for estranged daughters who are open to talking. You could either screenshot it, type it out yourself, text it out, you know, send her an email where you're saying, I'd love your feedback. Or maybe she would go out if she's open to talking with you on a dad daughter date to say, here's where I'm hurt or here's why I don't feel safe. And then even at the end of my book, I have a section called preparing yourself for reconciliation with your estranged daughters. I mean, I've even done a show on this before. And if you're a dad listening right now, like Greg, who has estrangement, I want to give you a really practical thing that you can do right now. Cause how many men say, I want to do something. I need to fix it. I need to take action. And the sense of being helpless and not having any power to change it is not good for me. Mm, mm. So dad, here's something you can do. In addition to praying, maybe doing your own work in the meantime, being honest, saying God or a friend, can you tell me where you think I'm missing the boat with my daughter? Ask for input. But you're going to love, I think you're really going to love this one. A lot of men have told me they've loved this idea is go buy a journal. Okay, that you think your daughter would like and think of it as a time capsule. So you date every entry and in it, you begin to write things that when not if there's restoration in the relationship, you can give her this time capsule that has real dates in real time with you writing memories you have of her when she was little, dreams you have for her, things that remind you of her, something you wish you could tell her. You might even want to look up the meaning of her name and say, here's how you embody that meaning. Because dad, I'm telling you, that will bear great dividends Mm. when you hand that to her. And she says, you forgot about me all these years. You didn't care. You would have come. She may not know why you couldn't have contact. It could be divorce or things that have come due to you know, jail time or addictions on your part or whatever. But if you dad can honestly say, I have something to give you that proves that you were never far from my heart or my mind or my spirit. And I want to give this to you. I mean, Mike, what do you think that would be like for a daughter to get that? Oh man. I think it'd be amazing. I really, really do. I think it would put them at ease and make them comfortable. Really? Exactly. In fact, no lie, no lie. Last Sunday, Mm-hmm. Ken and I had dinner with a guy who heard the dad whisper from prison here in Oregon. Wow. And he'd written me saying, I want to join the ABBA project. Okay. And, you know, he's given me permission to share his story, but to, to just keep confidentiality, I'm going to call him. Um, I'll, I'll call him Mike. I'll call okay. him. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, there you and, go. <laughs> <laughs> and 
he literally sat across from us at dinner, says, I thought my daughter was going to reach out. I'd reached out to her. And he said, to tell you the truth, I'm really depressed because she's not responding. Hmm. And I get that, man. You, your heart can only handle so much rejection. Oh, a yeah. lot of times you go, you go, peace out, man. And I looked at him and I said, you remember the idea I gave you probably six months ago. I said, did you buy a journal? He goes, I did actually. I bought a journal to write in it for her. And I said, have you written anything? What do you think he said? No. No. <laughs> he said, I have not written anything in it. And I said, here's your assignment. I'm going to see you in two weeks because we're going we're, we're gonna to go out for lunch again, me and Ken and him. And I said, mm -hmm. will you write one entry? Mm. One entry in two weeks. He said, I give you my permission. <laughs> I mean, I, excuse me. He said, I give you my word. Mm. I will write in there. And we shook hands. So dad, I get that it, this can even be a scary thing to go. I don't know what to write. What if I do it wrong? I said, do three sentences. Hey, I'm thinking about you today. I wish you were here. I'm so glad I'm your dad. I just want you to know I love you. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Take my words. Remember, I'm the dad whisperer. I'm in the background <laughs> whispering, say it like this. I think she will respond. You don't have to say where you got the idea. So, okay. So I could go on, but what do you say? One more question, Mike? One more got question. Time for one more? It, yes. Okay. And I will say when you said that you're the dad whisperer, I had this little vision of you on my left shoulder. <laughs> You, I did, love it. you didn't necessarily have a halo over your head, but you were whispering <laughs> in my ear. So dads, you can you go. envision uh, Dr. Michelle on your shoulder. Okay. Yes. We have time for um, one more question. Good. And this question is from Joseph and uh, he actually wrote us and, uh, and he said, my daughter is 16 years old and she just started dating a boy a month ago who is also 16. He is constantly getting her into trouble and how she is breaking curfew to see him. I don't know how to stop the sneaking out at all hours of the night to meet. Both set of parents are frustrated. Need advice. Uh, Dr. Michelle, what oh. advice, what advice <laughs> oh. could you give Joseph? Oh my goodness. That, that is so complex, right? There is obviously no yes. easy answer. There's yes. no one size fits all, but, but I'll just give you a few, a few thoughts. Not only have I been a teenage daughter, but I counsel and have mentored, you know, teenage daughters. One of the things you got to know is this is totally normal. This is within normal limits. Every daughter in her teen years wishes she most, I should say, wish they had a boyfriend. You know, mm -hmm. we'll talk about some things. I, I hope next time, even about more gender issues where it's not always a boy, right? Yes, yes. But, but truth be told, in this situation, a lot of girls say, I just want to be liked. I want to be chosen. So, dad, if your whole goal is to block her, mm. she will find ways to sneak out. I can mm. tell you, even this week, I, I have a client who's in her 40s who's telling me stories of 16. It's, it's interesting that you asked about 16, yeah. where she did sneak out and parents never knew. Mm. Very rigid Christian home. So what I'm saying is your kids are going to find a way to engage with a boy they like or, you know, girl in this, in this generation. And the truth is you can't stop it. Mm. It's going to happen. So I would encourage you to adopt a model that is less about trying to stop behavior than to shape behavior. And the more you can join her in learning how to think, not just what to think, you will help her learn to not only maybe internalize some of your values, but figure out her own. So you may have heard the phrase rules without relationship equals rebellion. Yes. So if you're just setting up, you know, roadblocks for her and you're 
coming down heavy with rules and you're getting rebellion, the word in between is relationship. That's where you have the most impact. She's still in your home. And so I would say that if you can strengthen your relationship with her, dad, I mean, did you know the research shows that every area of a daughter's life is better when she feels a connection to her dad? One of the specifics is that she will delay sexual debut. Hmm. Because she feels connected to dad. We all know that girls go looking for love in all the wrong places. Why? Oftentimes it's a dad wound. Like I actually have talked before and I write in my first book, dad, here's what I really need from you about dads, duds, dudes. I mean, we all know that the duds are out there and the dudes are out there and (laughs) they know how to play her Mm -hmm. because they have, they have an agenda right? All of you men, you've been a teenage boy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. But if the dad relationship where he's pursuing her heart, he's, he's maybe if that isn't your skill set, ask some women in your life who know your daughter, what do you think would meet her need? I mean, we know about love languages, touch, time, right? Gifts, service, words of affirmation. Find out what your daughter's love language is by watching where she responds to you and do more of that. That's how you engage her heart. You can go back to the dad whisper on any platform, even on my website. I have got topics like this that cover your teenage daughter. You can listen back to some of these where I give you lots of specific examples about finding out her love language. Do you write more letters? Do you take her out more? Do you find what she loves and support it with your money to do it with her? Mm. Because it's, I, I once read something where a group of teenagers said, adults tell us everything to say no to, but no one is telling us what to say yes to. Mm-hmm. So if you're the dad that's like, no on the boy, no on this, no on this, she's going to boomerang and do everything you tell her not to do because she's needing to flex, separate and individuate. So dads, I would say, find creative ways to drive them places. I had a dad that would pay his daughters in college to drive him to the airport because he flew a lot for work. Mm -hmm. He said, I have 45 minutes with him as a captive audience. That's where we can talk. (laughs) He goes, I'd rather pay them than Uber. Great thing. Stay up. I have another dad that said when my daughter would hand in her phone at night, we used to, she'd hand it in and that would be go to bed. I'd go to bed. He said, I started with the ABBA project, learning how to listen stay longer. He said, we got up to the point where we would talk for 45 minutes, an hour. He said, sometimes an hour and a half. And he goes, I'd get way less sleep, but our relationship changed and she would talk to me. So dad, maybe that's a challenge. If you've got a rebellious daughter, it's not so much about what you say no to. It's about say yes to you, strengthening your relationship with her. Even in the back of let's talk, I've got questions where she can ask Mm. you. We flip the script. What were you like in high school at my age? What did you learn about guys? What were boys thinking at your age? See, you're not telling her not to do what she's doing. You're telling her about you and what you were like at that age. That's how you teach, strengthen the relationship. Find a rhythm where once a month, at least minimum, you take her out for breakfast on Saturday morning to her favorite place. Or you do food carts. You go to this place, (laughs) create a rhythm of of time with you where you connect. Cause I guarantee you, dad, the stronger her relationship with you, she's going to soon enough probably wake up to saying, this guy's really immature. All he wants to do is da, 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 da. Cause this is what girls tell me in my counseling office. They get really bored really quick. Yeah. And I know you're afraid she's going to make mistakes that are going to be life altering. Maybe you want to, you know, really, I would say 
sit down with her and say, write down 10 questions for me about what you wonder that teenage guys are thinking. Let's go and talk about mm-hmm. it. Like get her to think and talk. Those are two things right. that I really want to activate. So dads, I know that's a longer conversation for another day, but there's a few starting points so that you can reach her heart and not just be the guy that says no, but the dad that says, yes, I love you. And I want time with you. And you are worthy of a guy that treats you with respect and with boundaries. In fact, I love what Kurt Giles, he's um, president of Promise Keepers in Canada. Mm-hmm. It was so interesting when he interviewed me a couple of years ago, he said, you're not going to believe this. Just yesterday, my teenage 16 year old teenage daughter said, dad, do I intimidate guys? Because they're not asking me out and I'm wondering what's wrong with me. Like, but then sometimes that leads a girl to say, if a guy finally says yes, I'll do anything he asks because he's finally paying attention. She's like, do do I intimidate them? Guess what he said? Mm. Yes. And keep it up. Mm. You keep being you. And you keep standing up and intimidating guys forever. There's nothing wrong with you. It's awesome. And she goes, really? You think it's good? He goes, yes. Isn't that a cool story? So I'm saying, dad, I I really am all about championing you and strengthening your relationship with your daughter. And I know the teens are hard, but she's going to grow out of them. And the more you can walk with her through it, instead of shaming her, or stopping her, you're shaping her. That's what I'm all about. So keep listening to the dad whisper and we'll keep strengthening your skill set, dad. Wonderful. You know, that is great advice. You know, Michelle, we've talked about your book a few times. Let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters. Where can our listeners get that book? Yeah, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com or to any book distributor. Just type in those words. You can get it. They'll mail it right to you. So, boy, this has been so fun, Mike. I'm so glad you've joined me today. You're listening to Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, The Dad Whisperer, and this is the Dad Whisperer Podcast. This is our reboot. So I'm signing off today, encouraging you dads to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.